welcome back to On My Way. Hi guys, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Megan. Um, I'm the blonde one. The brunette. So welcome back. <laughs> um, today we just finished recording an episode with Rachel MacArthur. We are so excited about it. Um, I have been following her since high school. She is a runner. She's a very fast runner. And she... Would ha- she had a bunch of Instagram followers in high school, and I always thought she was really cool, so I've been following her ever since, and I am so happy that we got to have her on the podcast this week. Yeah, huge honor, and even if you're not a runner, um, what she was talking about, oh, so much is applicable to life, and it was pretty inspiring of just, like, how she frames her mindset and what she does to live her life to the fullest. I don't know. I thought it was very interesting. I think you'll think it's very interesting. I'm super excited about this one. Yeah, literally topics applicable to anybody who has ever played a sport or gone to school. Or done anything. Or done anything in life. So no matter who you are, I think you'll get something out of this one. Yeah, for sure. And we're very excited about it. So I don't know. We don't want to waste your time talking about ourselves when we have such a cool guest. There's so many episodes where we just do that for two hours. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so also, nothing really happened to us this week. We were just talking about that earlier. We don't really have any super interesting life updates, so we're just going to get right into the episode. <laughs> okay, guys. So today, we're very excited to have Rachel MacArthur on the podcast. She is a senior and a D1 runner at CU Boulder. Um, she previously ran at Villanova, so Philly, go Philly, huge fans of that. <laughs> um, she's just a really incredible athlete, and she's originally from Northern Virginia, and she's been running for about 10 years. So hi, Rachel, welcome. Hi, I'm really excited to do this, and I want to say thanks for letting me do it as well. Oh my gosh, of course, we're so excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything we didn't mention that you want the audience to know about you? No, honestly, whenever people ask me to just give some facts about myself, unfortunately, it's always just, oh, well, I run. That's the first thing I can think of. (laughs) So, no, I mean, I do, I have other hobbies and such, but I think most important, yeah, I go to see you from Virginia again, and I've been running for quite some time, so that's probably the most interesting things. Before we get started on how you got into your running career, I have to ask, do you prefer Boulder versus Philly. How one that you liked better? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I mean, I did transfer out of Villanova, which was located right outside Philadelphia, and it's a great city. You know, there's a lot to do there, but I don't really consider myself a huge city city person, if that makes sense. Boulder mm-hmm. is also a city, but it's not like Philly. If you've ever been to either of the two, I'm sure you're familiar with Philadelphia. Um, so, yes, I prefer Boulder, 100%. I love Boulder. Yeah, we actually just went to Boulder. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Actually? For the yeah. first oh time. Gosh. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was oh so nice. I'm glad good. you liked it. Yeah. I know. Part of me is like, <laughs> y'all? Okay, anyway. Um, right? Does it make you want to move here? Like, low-key, yeah. <laughs> A little. It's, yeah, that's it's what I It's definitely <laughs> so. It's almost not even comparable to Philly because it's just so different. No, exactly. It seems like a little haven, like a little idyllic little place. Everything is so clean and gorgeous, and it's just <laughs> very magical. You know, it's um, funny, yeah, because we call it the Boulder Bubble. It is. It's just a little that bubble. Makes sense. And everything is just in it. Yeah, it's a great place. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry for taking you off the outline so soon, but okay. uh, going back to your running career, how did you start running? I started running, first of all, I said I've been running for 10 years. I meant kind of competitively. Um, Running Mm -hmm. in general, I've been running all my life. I started in soccer 
playing soccer, which I feel a lot of athletes, a lot of runners did start with soccer. Yes. And I occasionally in elementary school would hop in a little road race every now and then just for fun. And later in elementary school, I joined the running club. And when I say I ran in elementary school, I ran at the club maybe 20 minutes, twice, three times a week. And I would never set foot on a trail outside of what I was doing with the program. I did not run on my own ever, Mm -hmm. um, even in high school. (laughs) So I started just kind of with that, just dabbling in a couple road races and then soccer. And we all kind of noticed, oh, I'm kind of quick at soccer. And um, yeah, that kind of just progressed. Middle school, I was still in the soccer team. I played soccer um, for my school team and then decided I did not like soccer anymore. And so running was kind of the only thing I had (laughs) going on outside of that. And yeah, so it just kind of progressed. And eventually I actually decided I want to really pursue it. So then, random question is, what kind of drew you away from soccer? What about it didn't you like? I, gosh, no one's ever asked me that. I think off the top of my head, I don't like the atmosphere. And for all you soccer players, you know, great sport. I'm glad you like it. But (laughs) I felt that it was relatively catty. um, And it wasn't as... Yeah, I definitely get that. Right. It wasn't as individualized as I had wanted it to be. You know, not to say I want all the attention when I'm participating in this sport, but I do like the aspect of, okay, I have my strengths that I can focus on, and it's not so much all for the team. Not that I don't like competing for my team. I love it. But Mm -hmm. does that make sense? It's not like a soccer team. Yeah, I feel (laughs) like... It's not that aspect. Team sports, there's a lot of... Or not team sports, but things like that. There's a lot of politics, and it's so objective with running of, like, who's the fastest... All right. that stuff. And then also, like you said, you do kind of compete for a team, but you can focus on your right, weaknesses yeah. and how to improve them. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And then as a runner, what does a typical day in the life look like? Currently, that kind of varies. Um, I'd say during COVID times, everything's up in the air, so I can't really give a good schedule with practices. But if I was living my normal life day to day, do you want me to go through all the details? I could do that. If you want. Sure, go for it. Okay. Um, Typically, I wake up really early just because I like waking up early because it's quiet and I can have coffee and I drink so much coffee that I have to start really early. Um, (laughs) So like seven, seven seven-ish, I'm usually up. And in a typical day, I would be running in the morning. My heavier run, heavier run meaning, I don't know, if we have a workout or just a regular easy run, uh, would be in the morning, probably no later than 8.30 I like to start. Um, so yeah, wake up, I'll eat a little something, go for my run, workout, whatever. Uh, post run, I always try to immediately do all of my strength stuff that I do at home. So that's core rehab, uh, little things like that. I try to do while I'm still in athletic clothing. (laughs) And so I do all that, uh, typically have a snack. I nap quite a bit, so I'll nap. And right now we have classes, so I plan my classes so that they don't interfere with my training, and therefore I have the middle of the day to do class. And yeah, I would do that, and if I'm at my higher mileage, which I'm not there currently, but once I am, I'll go for another run, uh, usually in the evening, and then I love to cook, so I always come back, cook dinner at night, and more schoolwork. So pretty (laughs) revolved around running all day, and every Mm -hmm. little thing I can do, so... What do you cook? 
What do I cook? Let's think. Uh, yesterday I made soup, which is not that exciting. Ooh. But soup um, is very exciting. <laughs> it's not, I, when I make soup, it's always kind of a joke because my soup is just whatever broth or base I'm using, and then I throw absolutely everything I can think of just into it. So it's more of a I don't know stew than anything. It's not really soup, but um, <laughs> that's perfect. I made I like salmon a lot, so I cook a lot of mm-hmm. salmon. Um, pretty easy pan seared chicken, super easy. I really like salads, so whether those are cold salads, hot salads, which I can cook. Um, yeah, just a lot of things. I guess it depends on on the day of the week. I try to plan that out in advance, but yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, have you? This is just kind of a random question, but do you does running interfere with school a lot? Like, do you think that's affected you? I think I wouldn't say interferes. I would say it definitely overlaps with a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, especially when I want to meet my professors for office hours or my class runs late at night. I'll want to go to sleep early because I'll be up early. So in that sense, maybe sometimes there's some overlap. Um, but more so than anything, I'd say my focus is probably not where it should be um, in regards to class and schoolwork half the time, mm-hmm. which I think as a college athlete, that's pretty common. I'm constantly thinking about what I could be doing to run better, not what I could be doing to raise my grades, which is maybe not the mindset like I should have. Okay. But... I think a lot of college students, like non-athletes, kind of have like other stuff going on where they're like, I, I, right. I just don't see a lot of people who are like, Grades are my only thing, so I don't feel like that's just right. a thing to like feel guilty about. Because I don't know anybody who like their like grades are the most important for me. It's if it's not athlete, ath- if, it, if it's not athlete, <laughs> <laughs> if it's not a sport, it's usually like internship or a job that they're working right or, like, another passion. Even so. this podcast, I'm, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to just like do stuff for the podcast and not do my essay, right. for example. Like I, was I guess just it's talking just about. When you have something else that you're really passionate about, it kind of overrules school. Unless yeah. you're the outlier and you're all in for school and that's yeah. your that's your life. Which There's, like, nothing wrong with that, but... Yeah, not at just, all. I it's just, just not me. I just not doing the bare minimum <laughs> yeah. with my no. classes right now. I think most people Agreed. from, like, from the beginning start to think of school as being a chore. So it's yeah. not really... It's, like... I don't know. Right. Never your main. Unpack the school system right here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially now with everything online, and I hate to say it, but I'm not learning anything. I'm passing everything. Oh That's going we well. We just had this conversation. I'm not yes. learning. This exact conversation. I didn't learn a right. single thing this semester. No. I'm like no. not present in my classes. I mean, Me I like go. I'm like not <laughs> focusing. I can't do it. Also, you're for a senior? sure. Yes, I'm a senior. Okay. It's. I feel like it's like senioritis times COVID, times having other things that are going on that, like, you know, are more, like, of a passion in life, the, uh-huh. no, I'm not going to do anything, like, more than... Wow. Agree. My Agree. And everything's open note. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. With everything open note, I'm just kind of like, hmm, I could watch this lecture and take notes, or I could stretch in the corner and just have my laptop on, and no one's going to yeah. know. Right. And it's such a bad mindset. But that's just how it's been with everything online nowadays. I also feel like everything like a lot of my classes it's watching videos on youtube or reading articles or something it's not being actually taught by the professor so i'm like this is just stuff i can like google if i need right. to like, yeah. I don't know. right that as well we'll move past that um <laughs> back to running was there ever a time where you didn't want to run anymore yes 100 percent. and no one has ever asked me this question or i guess 
you know, you think about, I had a bad day running today, so everybody throws out, oh, I'm just going to quit. And obviously, like, we've all had those days where you just feel awful and you don't want to do it anymore, and that's life. But there was one particular moment I remember that I genuinely thought, I'm just going to quit. And it wasn't because anything bad happened. It was actually my senior year of high school. I won the 800 for New Balance Nationals, and I think I ran... Well, I, I congratulations. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's like five years ago. <laughs> I ran a, like a fine time. I don't think it was anything I was incredibly proud of. But um, after that, I had this big moment where I was, you know, it was fun to win. and I had a good time. But it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. And I don't know if I was just overthinking this at the time. But after I won, I just kind of thought, man, I feel as if my whole high school career has led up to this and it's not what I wanted it to feel like if that makes sense it just felt as if it was too easy in a sense not to sound like I'm on my high horse but it did feel a little bit too I don't know too easy to grab and I just had this conversation with myself for weeks following thinking gosh maybe I don't want to run anymore maybe that's it because I, I run because I enjoy what I get out of it and I love the feelings that come with accomplishing things and reaching new goals mm-hmm. and when I reached that one I thought okay that's that's it I'm done with the sport there's nothing else that's going to make me happy and I think that mindset changed obviously I'm still competing and still running and I love it but I think my issue was not that I needed to quit sport but that I needed to probably have bigger goals so that was mm-hmm. probably the moment though that I thought for sure I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> I'm going to quit. Um, yeah. So since then, have you had any, like, serious moments other than, like, you had a bad day or you had a bad race or whatever? Have you had any moments mm-hmm. where you wanted to walk away? I think when I was transferring, for sure, mm-hmm. because it raised questions of, am I unhappy running at Nova or am I just unhappy at the school or am I just unhappy running? So yeah. that was kind of kind of brought up, but I think maybe I only considered, maybe I don't want to be a runner because I was – thinking of school without running, thinking Mm -hmm. if I wanted to transfer if I wasn't running. So in those moments I considered, maybe I shouldn't run anymore. But I don't think that ever stuck because, again, I transitioned into into college and my goals are bigger and I have things I still want to do. And so that sort of passed. I think that's a really cool story because I think everybody, especially when you're so like ingrained with what you do, you're going to have moments where you question it. And I think that's Mm -hmm. way more important to question it and then move past it than to never even like second guess whether you're not whether or not you're doing the right thing because you don't want right. to get too far down the line I think about that with like relationships or majors or even, exactly I'm not super super religious but if you were religious like growing up in a certain household if you like kind of questioned it doesn't exactly. show that you doubt it it just shows that you want to like consider it right and it was important like with all those things you just mentioned I didn't question oh I'm failing so maybe I should quit it was that I'm at my peak I'm doing great everything's fine but am I happy doing it and that, I think, was big for me to be able to question myself with that and take it upon myself to really consider everything's going well, but let's see, are you happy? And at that moment, I wasn't, which sounds selfish. I really should have been. Um, but yeah, like all those things you mentioned, it's good to think about that. Yeah, that's really interesting because I feel like um, we probably, like we both ran cross country and track in um, high school. We weren't super competitive, but we did it. And... I feel like there were times for me where I was probably like, I'm not one of the, like, top whatever people on the team, so why am I even doing this? You know what I mean? And then 
it's just interesting that you're like, oh my gosh, I like, I won. Does that mean I should be doing this? Like, but that's yeah. so self-aware yeah. of you to like be able to reflect on it like that. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. Um, so most people who yeah. compete like at your level and stuff, um, normally have a lot of discipline. So do you think that the discipline you've developed from running has like implemented itself in your life and other aspects? Yes, for sure. And that's something that I kind of preach a lot is, especially during these times, a lot of people ask, oh, how do you stay motivated? How are you still training? First of all, we have practice, so (laughs) I have to go. (laughs) But (laughs) it's not my choice. No. But when we don't have structured practice and when people aren't meeting, um, people would ask, how do you stay motivated? How do you make sure you're doing everything? And quite honestly, it's not a matter of motivation. It is a matter of discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously days where I don't feel like getting up. I don't feel like running. But I don't think about it. I get up and I do it anyways. Because what I've learned with running and in life, as you mentioned, is once you start habits and you break old ones and you start getting in a routine of new habits, it becomes just that. It's just a routine. So I, like I mentioned earlier, when I come home and I stretch and I do all my rehab, that takes a good 30 minutes. And I used to think about that consciously and think, oh, I really want to eat right now. And instead I have to do core. And that used to be a a burden. And now since I just said, okay, do it for 10 days straight, it's just part of my routine. So in terms of staying disciplined, it is really, I really emphasize to everyone, start routines. And that's going to work its way into other aspects of your life as well. You know, I know if I say, okay, I need to do all my homework on a Saturday before 5 p.m. because... I sound lame, but I want to get in bed early, so I don't want to have homework on my mind. I do um, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like not, I'm like, that's not healthy. Um, you know, you just start doing it and start abiding by it, and you'll establish those routines, and it's going to feel natural, as natural as drinking water every day. You know, you don't have to remind yourself, ah, mm-hmm. oh, drink water. No, you drink water, and it just, that's how it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that made a whole lot of sense, but definitely in terms of healthy habits in both running and outside of running creating those and sticking to them has been a huge thing for me yeah I think that makes a lot of sense especially when um I think it helps that when you start out you don't really have a choice you're like oh I have practice I have to do exactly so then um when you start doing other things it sort of just becomes a pattern Right. I guess I have to do this too. (laughs) Right. And the same thing goes though for bad habits, which is something that, you know, I realize. Um, But yeah, again, it's about about kind of changing your mindset too, because now I wake up every day to run. And like I said, I don't always want to do it, but I never have told myself I don't want to do it in the morning. Even if I'm lying, even I have to say it out loud, I say, I do want to do this. I do want to be here because it does convince your mind. And Mm -hmm. that just gets created, that mindset and... I sound like a motivational like athlete when I wake up in the morning, so I'm like, ready to go. No, that's not it at all. Um, but no, it is I a matter that. of just establishing it in your head. Yeah. I think yeah. creating, like, certain mindsets around, like, different aspects of your life. That was, like, the most vague sentence I've ever said. <laughs> but kind of, like, reframing even the mindset. I don't run a ton anymore, but if I'm going to lift, like, reframing the mindset of, like, I'm doing this for myself and not mm-hmm. for to look a certain way or something like that. Like all of these mindsets can really change your outlook on life. Exactly. And I mentioned this the other day too. It's been on a run. It's been really windy in Boulder, for instance. It's been 60 mile gusts, Mm -hmm. super windy. And (laughs) we were talking about this on the run, how 
it obviously was not fun. We were blown away. It was super hard. And in, it's these runs. I get, like, really vocal when I run with my friends. I'm talking, like, yelling, and I just have to. Mm-hmm. But I, I was just saying... There. <laughs> <That's a> good... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fitness? I don't... <laughs> no, I guess I just always say, I feel great. I feel so good. I want to be here. And it's such a lie. And everybody knows it. And I'm just saying it because if I convince myself, it does help me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yelling that I want to be in these... 45 mile per hour winds right now and it's 10 degrees like I don't but telling yourself that you want to do these things really does make a world of a difference yeah wow yeah I sound um, like a crazy person put but. that in my back that's no. pretty powerful I'm gonna put that in my back pocket for later yeah. <laughs> yeah if you ever see me running and yelling just know it's uh <laughs> it's just motivation <laughs> I yeah I couldn't I couldn't run and yell this is kind of a tangent but do you run with your teammates Yes. So currently with the COVID restrictions, we meet in small groups on specific days to work out usually. And then the other days where we just have an easy run is just on your own. Um, But I live with three of my teammates. So we'll oftentimes run together as long as it's small groups. So we're aware of, um, you know, other people and we're being safe. Okay. That's nice that you're not just doing it all by yourself because no, like that would be kind of awful. Yeah. The only things I do are Saturdays. I, t- I take alone because those are our off days, but I, I run seven days a week. And so Saturdays are sort of my mental reset day is just, I run alone. I listen to podcasts and nice. I do that. And yeah, that's kind of my, my time alone, but otherwise I do train with my, my teammates always. So I feel like as you know, you started running in elementary school, obviously that was pretty laid back situation. You're not mm-hmm. trying to break any records do anything crazy when you're seven um (laughs) but it gets more and more cutthroat like the better you start to perform and the higher the level you're um competing at and I think that can kind of affect a lot of people mentally and also physically but um do you ever get like anxious before meets and has that evolved yeah yeah I definitely I wouldn't say anxious. I get nervous. I think in high school, and I think the same thing is happening now in college, but in high school, I started off very nervous in everything I did. Mm-hmm. But what, what that just means is that I didn't feel confident when I would show up because oftentimes when I show up to a race and I'm feeling real nervous, I start to question, why do I feel that way? I know I'm supposed to be here, and that erases the nerves. But in high school, I was really nervous for everything because I hadn't established myself as a runner yet. I hadn't done anything big. And it wasn't until probably my sophomore year when I started running really well that I kind of shifted from anxiety nerves to excited nerves. You know, I get excited, nervous to race, definitely. Um, And even now in college, I definitely think I started off my freshman, sophomore year not as strongly and as confidently as I wished I would have. I I 100% showed up to races like anybody coming into college feeling nervous for everything, thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm good, if I should be here, um, you know, and that causes a lot of anxiety when you're about to race the best NCAA runners. And now I think that mindset, again, has really shifted, and it's just a matter of establishing a sense of confidence in yourself, quite honestly. You know, I don't show up to races nervous and looking like I'm nervous, because if I've learned anything, it's that if I see another athlete looking nervous and anxious, I think it's a done done deal. That person doesn't feel like they should be there, and I therefore have the upper hand. 
So my rule is always show up to a race. And even if I'm nervous, I don't show that. Um, And I just tell myself I'm supposed to be here. Like once again, with the whole mindset thing, you just have to tell yourself you're supposed to be there. You wouldn't be there if you weren't supposed to be. You know, your training has put you here. And for me, that lessens the anxiety a million times. Nerves, always still there. But I had a coach who once said, nerves mean you care. So if I wasn't nervous, I would be probably more concerned. That's very true. (laughs) Between what you're saying about the mindset, the affirmations, like how you build confidence, it sounds like you have an awesome mindset towards all these things. Is this something that, how did this develop? Was it over time? Was it someone else? Like how did you get to this point where you have like such good mindsets? Yeah, I think initially it started off I was running well. You know, in high school I ran... I mean, I, I don't want to sound, again, on my high horse. I you want to sound humble. <laughs> but I ran a 203 in high school, and I think that was a big breakout for me. And I was four forty miler. You know, those are some quick high school times. And I never realized that because in high school, I kind of mentioned earlier, I didn't really run <laughs> outside of school. I just liked mm-hmm. running. I liked racing. Mm-hmm. And so I it never really dawned on me that I'm running really fast. And a lot of people, I think, gave me that um reassurance and telling me you're running really fast and I always thought that's a friend thing to say you know your friends tell you you're doing well right and I started then really getting into the sport and realizing okay I am good and so I started to get confident I started to get you know (laughs) cocky at sometimes obviously that happens Mm -hmm. but that's where that came in and now I wouldn't say I'm the best in the NCAA Um, I think I can be easily. I think I'm working hard enough to be. But currently, as my college career has gone, I think I can do a lot better. And so my confidence isn't so much performance-based. It's honestly just, I guess this is going to sound so cheesy, within myself. Like, I'm very confident as a person. And it's funny because my friends will joke and say, like, Rachel, you don't need an ego boost right now, blah, blah, blah. and Or just, like, get off your high horse. But quite honestly, like, it's everybody else that does this to me like everybody else is out here hyping me up a lot and it helps honestly (laughs) I'm like y'all are telling me to shrink my head but you're the ones who blew it up so like I don't know if that's a bad thing but I think it's just who I surround myself with is a huge thing you know they build up my confidence and I know I'm an established runner and I know that I um am good at things and I know that I have a good base and again good people around me and that's where my confidence really comes from Right, yeah. and there's a difference between being confident and being, like, braggadocious about it. I yeah, feel like you're exactly. very humble, and, like, some some really competitive athletes on their Instagram, their, like, times and stats are all over it, but they're, like, <laughs> you don't do any of that, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, right, um, I can also put it in perspective and say, I know I'm not the best. I'm not going to go out here and act like I am. Um, mm-hmm. I think I have the potential to be for sure, but I think anybody in college should think that about themselves. Right. And I don't think that you need to say it um, to get that across. I think if I'm going to perform well, you can see it. You don't have to read it. You know, I don't have to be posting about it. That's a, yeah, that's very humble. That's a really good mindset. <laughs> I don't know why I stay here and like blow smoke up your ass. I'm like, no, you're oh, fine. You're so fast. It's so cool. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Um, moving kind of, I don't know if this is a fair question to ask. We can cut this out. Were there any moments where you were like seriously humbled where you were kind of like, shit, I don't know that. Like anything that oh, really shook your confidence? Oh, so many. So okay. many. And point blank, just going from high school to college. You know, I was. Oh, yeah good in high school um there's a lot of 
you know, good athletes that come out of high school, and I, I see that, and I, I saw it in high school, and when I hit college, I was bottom of the food chain completely, and I walked in thinking I'm big top dog, and I was not. Very quickly, I was told, no, you're not, and training in the B group, not the A group anymore, not running with the boys, you know, so that transition was huge, um, but in terms of racing, there's been so many races <laughs> where I've just thought mm-hmm. I was, well, not thought I was meant to be there. I I didn't think I was meant to be there, and therefore it, it proved it in the results that I didn't do well. And those are very humbling moments. Um, you know, I think everybody has those moments where they don't do well when they really feel like they should have. Super normal. I would be shocked if like you had gone through those ten years and you were like, no, I've always been pretty. Oh, oh my gosh, no. That's not normal. <laughs> yeah, there's been so many races, whether that's high school level, college. I raced internationally last year or two years ago. And oh my gosh, I did so bad. <laughs> that was a very humbling experience. I get that's um, insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was not my best moment. Um, but I know what I did wrong, and I know where my weaknesses are, and that's in telling myself, oh, you shouldn't be here. Anyways, and that's that was a huge humbling moment. For instance, so competition overall, which we've kind of discussed, it can be a good thing. But are there ever times that you think you're too competitive or not competitive enough? On the other hand, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little vague. I'm like, yes to both of those. (laughs) Definitely too competitive. I think I can be way too competitive with a lot of things. Um, Lack of competition or lack of competitiveness is never an issue for me, I feel. I think the problem lies when it's day-to-day things, which sounds weird. But I just, I don't know. I just feel very competitive with everything. And for instance... I'll try to get this, this, and this done before the microwave beeps. Or, like, my roommate will be walking down the stairs, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to beat her down the stairs. Like, random little things. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, fun for me. But I think where the big problem is is when it comes to practice, oftentimes, I can admit I definitely get a little competitive, which, in one on one hand, it's healthy, you know, to have friendly competition between teammates. But on another hand, it's not. <laughs> so I've definitely had to learn to, you know dial it back sometimes and understand this is not a race you're competing against the NCAA not CU you know these are these are your teammates and um yeah in that sense I think I can be a little bit too competitive but I don't think I need to change my day-to-day things I I like being a little you know competitive with things and I think it's fun fun. (laughs) yeah it's fun so (laughs) does it ever cause any sort of tension living with your teammates and like kind of like kind of competitive with them in a sense because it's an individual sport as much as it is a team Mm -hmm. sport and then like kind of bringing that home quite honestly no I I think that we have a really good relationship because our team talks about these things and this year has been really good you know and I I spoke to the team as well and I said listen everything I do and everything these other girls do we all need to understand right here now this is in each other's best interest we're trying to make each other better you know if I get a little bit feisty when we're doing reps or if I push it a bit or if I get a little snappy I always apologize and I say look I don't mean to be that way in the moment it's hard to take a step back and I recognize that and that's something I need to work on but we all understand that we're not out to get each other you know we're all um we're all there to make each other better because the individuals are what makes up the team and we need that but with my uh, roommates I actually live with the girls I train with too so we're always together and no, we joke about these things. If I, I don't know, for instance, I pushed one of the reps the other day a little too quick and my roommate snapped at me and then I snapped back. And then when we got home, we both were just laughing and like 
hey, I didn't mean to do that. And um, in that sense, yeah, there's never any hostility. Like, we all we all understand completely. Even if there is a little tension sometimes, we talk about it. I have no problem talking about it at all, which I think is good. Yeah, that's good. I feel like tension mm-hmm. is inevitable, but being able to talk about it is, like... Oh, yeah. And that's something that it's kind of a a joke. Like, I talk about everything. I'm like, I have zero problem if somebody was competitive towards me or a little too snappy. I have zero issue saying, hey, you know, we need to fix this, Um, which I think is good. Everybody holds each other accountable. So, yeah. Well, I think that's the best way. I am the same way where if I'm like upset with someone or something is bothering me, I can't like go on with my normal life until I acknowledge it and talk about it. And I hate it when someone is kind of like acting a little like cold towards me. And I don't know why, and they're not right. they don't want to see me. That's the worst feeling. It's healthy to express these things, and especially when it's your team. I'm like, okay, my team is my family. I see them 24-7. I want them to be the best they can be, so mm-hmm. talk to me. <laughs> I'm like, tell me everything, um, which is good, I think. Yeah. Especially when you're um, like so competitive yourself. I feel like it's mm-hmm. you. it's easy to see it from other people's perspective then because right other the other people you're running with are probably also quite competitive because they're oh for sure you're all like at the same level yeah yeah definitely I know I I tend to be really competitive too and even like if I'm going for a casual run like on the track here at Temple Mm -hmm. I'll like see people and I'm like I gotta pass them and so I'll like yeah sprint up to try to pass them and I'm like there was no reason for me to do that this is really not a competition but I have to. That's a prime example exactly I'll be on a trail at home doing an easy easy run and I'll see I'll see a guy up ahead I'm like I have to like I had to pass him I had to fix my form I'm like let me straighten up high knees and I'll go so fast and I'm like I I always do this without fail like I don't need to do that at all but it's a thing it's Mm -hmm. fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm trying to think I feel like I used to be more competitive I don't really see myself as super competitive anymore about anything I think I think I could be a little bit more competitive about like with work and stuff like that I think I should be more competitive in school because there are a lot of times that have happened with me um this semester where on canvas you can see like when you take an exam, what like the high score or the low score and like the average Ooh, score was. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I when that. I check I know, so when I check <laughs> it on my phone, my I'm like, I can see what the high score was. And I'm always in certain classes, I'm always very close to the high score, but it's always like a few points yeah. higher. And I feel like I should care more about that, but I don't. So yeah. See, no, I, see, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Like, Whatever. It's close I, enough. I used to be like that, like I, literally up until this year because I wanted it. I don't know. And I need to, like, get back competitive because I talk about this on the podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a wedding photographer, and it's, like, you kind of have to be a little bit competitive to book the clients and, like, to not lose yeah. them. And I can be way too laissez-faire where I'm, like, yeah, it's just, like, look yeah. at all your options and flow. let me know if you want to book me. But if not, totally fine. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I literally haven't emailed I think that's part that. of our generation, too. I think we tend to be, like just overly nice like yeah if you want to book me that's totally fine but if not I'm sure there's a really really great like other photographer out there that will also do an amazing job well it's okay yes but also no because the part of me is like I don't want them to book me unless they are really excited about it and they really want me yeah and I don't want to ever like hard sell anybody so that's kind of where it comes from Mm -hmm. but I feel like I could I need to be more competitive with myself 
with mm-hmm. my discipline. I don't know. We can move past this. This is not about me. <laughs> well, no, it's it's so interesting that you guys had that mindset because I'm always, I'm so opposite. I'm like, I need to be nicer about these things. Like, even if I'm just lying to myself and I'm telling someone, like, I'm so good at this, blah, 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 blah. It's just not always the case. With grades, that's the only thing I'm like... That's y'all's territory, you know. I don't need to fight yeah. you guys. Fight you guys for that. That's not my passion. But with things I'm really passionate about, I'm like, yes, like this is it and I don't know, I'm really outgoing about all that. I'm never I'm not too nice about it, which is maybe maybe a flaw. So I am like my roommates, my family, my close friends, everybody in my life is doing completely different things within me as far as like um majors career path like what they want to do so it's like right now the big thing is like looking for a job and everybody's looking like going on interviews and trying to find a job and I can like see myself if I was going to do that I'd be like mm-hmm. well I want to be the first one to get the job like I want this secure like blah, blah blah but it's just everybody in my life is doing such different things that I can't really compare myself to them so right. I think that's where it comes from once again, that makes not sense. About me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like thinking through my thought process I'm like when did I become so fun no it's interesting Um, (laughs) it's all relatable yeah it's all under the same thing okay um focus is important while participating in a sport but also in many other parts of life in which success is desired can you walk um does being a competitive athlete help with your focus and other (laughs) i was gonna say like can you walk me through something like that can can you walk i mean if you if you want me to actual question if you're let's say you're in the parking lot at target and you're gonna go in do you run into the target or do you walk into the target um, I walk. Sometimes that was not like a. Nice. <laughs> Do you run into Target? Just like running places because I like yes. The other day we were going to the car and it was like freezing oh, yeah. outside. It was like kind of drizzling. Oh, I I'm do like, that. Sometimes. There's no way oh, I'm well, gonna that's walk. Different. I'm just gonna yeah. run. That's like, not like walking into buy groceries. I would like, like <laughs> not sprint in there. <laughs> like gotta flex on all like, these people. Yeah, wondering. like oh. <laughs> training shoes around target and do you run through the aisles or do you ever walk no that was not i actually do my doubles in target yeah i go there and i run around i wear my spikes sometimes Sometimes, oh my god spikes in target yeah no i don't do any of that that wasn't even a runner question that was just like i don't know sometimes i feel like it's just easier to just run to point a point b like normalize running from like to your friend's house i don't know no, I get it. I, I get it. If I'm that. going somewhere and it's a destination, because I go on walks, because mm-hmm. I think it's good for my mindset. I just think I should go on a walk. But if I'm going to a destination, I'll either do a quicker walk or it will turn into a little jog. But more often than not, I just don't want to show up where I'm going sweaty. So I just yes. don't want to run. That's, That's probably what prevents me from running into Target. <laughs> <laughs> that's like if, if you didn't understand what I was asking and I was just like me literally asking you because you're a runner do you run everywhere do you you run run? that would target. sound so stupid but that was not at all the question no I no I can't pose it doesn't come off like that no it's okay it's okay I'm I get sure. it now does being competitive in other like does it help you focus in other areas of your life like does the competitive transfer over does that make any sense am I making any sense I feel like it this kind of goes with discipline yeah. Like focus and discipline, they're kind of... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I have a lot of little things that I kind of do around the house where I'm just competitive with it for zero reason. So maybe that's it, it transferring over, if that answers your question. I was going to say the tangent we just went on kind of bled into yeah, that question. Yeah, kind of answered so, it. Um, um, so when, you're, when you go for a run, 
Mm-hmm. Does your does your mind like kind of drift off, or are you no. thinking about like? <laughs> this is yeah. This is something that I've always thought about because I'm always wondering. Well, not anymore, but I used to always be wondering what are people thinking about when they go on a run. Yeah, I think about everything, but it depends. If I'm running with my teammates, um, I, they kind of know me as I don't talk. I don't talk when I run at all, mm-hmm. unless I'm on a nice little easy jog. We're talking seven fifty easy jogging, then I'll talk. But more often than not, I don't. And that's just because I'm consumed by thoughts. And mm-hmm. if I'm running with my teammates, more often than not, I'm thinking about being in a race. I think about this would be great if we're all in a race lined up like this and we're all in a group. Um, that's a common thought. But it's never nothing. I'm never really zoned out unless I didn't have coffee or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always feel – I always feel maybe it's just the coffee, really wired. Um, but – Nah, I, I think about quite a bit. Um, with my team, it's always team stuff. When I'm by myself, it's usually just about my life. But that's what I said on Saturdays. I run alone because I need to gather my thoughts. So I'll often go somewhere cool and just think about everything, whether that's school or my you know, family, friends, whatever I've got going on, any drama. That's always what I think about. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to, um, whenever we would go on long runs, I would always end up like, translating sentences in my head into Spanish. Because mm. I oh. took Spanish all throughout high school, and I don't know why. That's interesting. I don't know why I did that. I would think of but tweets. I would do that all the time. Like, like, tweets? Things to tweet. When I was, like, in ninth <laughs> like tweet grade. Drafts? Like, when I was in, like, 14. I was like, what would be funny? I was, like, drafting my stand-up comedy. I'm not a funny person. <laughs> that's I so interesting. That. I like hearing what other people have to say. And that's not to yeah. say that, like, I don't think about other things. For me, it's like, I always think about stressful things in my life going on. On Saturdays, because I should, that can't be interfering with my training. I can't be thinking about, oh, this happened to me. I'm so sad during a workout. I can't think about that. Right. Um, but oftentimes, though, I think about um, math, which this sounds weird, but it's really easy for mm-hmm. me to break up things, especially when it's divisible by four, for instance, because I'm like, okay, four laps left. That's right. what, like 25% now. And it's just, I don't know. I like to break it down into fractions and stuff. Yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even good at math. But I think about that when I mm-hmm. run. Um, maybe that's a normal thing. I don't know. But that helps me pass time. Where do you mm-hmm. see yourself with running or life in general in, like, I don't know, a year, two years, three years? Hopefully in a year I have a better answer to this question. Um, <laughs> I, I am – well, I'm a senior, and I have a fifth year. Uh, I've never redshirted in my life. But because of COVID, I have every season available to me mm. to compete again. That's so nice. I haven't quite decided what my plan as of next year will be. Um, with my major, I would like to take another year in college to get more credits for it um, and pursue a minor as well. And other than that, I obviously love running. I would love to pursue running post-collegiately. I obviously I'm in college so I do have a degree should I need to go get a real person job not that running isn't a real person job but because <laughs> I want to do it you know I I would really love to pursue running post-collegiately and with whatever I'm you know I'm able to do is is great whatever is available to me you know I'm, I'm grateful for any opportunities we're very like anti long-term plans, but it's always nice to kind of yes. hear what people are. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a long-term plan because it always seems to change. Like yeah. I thought I'd be graduating from Villanova this year. Obviously, yeah, I'm in I've Colorado that. alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have another random question. What okay. running shoes do you use? 
Oh, shoot. I wish I had them with me. Um, I'm running right now in the Infinity Reacts. Okay. Which, yeah. those are kind of the new ones that you might have seen a couple people post about. A lot of people post them up. Um, I run in those. I used to wear the Vomeros. I mean, we're in Nike school, so everything I wear is Nike. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the Infinity Reacts are good for long runs and short runs, in my opinion, so mm-hmm. I, I use them for that. Nice. Well, we there were a couple questions that you were like, oh, people have never asked me that. What are the top yeah. questions people usually want to know from you? <laughs> it depends who's asking. Um, typically, I can, like, my Instagram DMs, I get a lot of questions. Um, 85% of them, uh, percent of them are asking my relationship status. Um, <laughs> the other percent of them <laughs> is usually asking just about the transition from high school to college. Um, a lot of people just ask me, again, like, what trainers I run in or how much I run per week, I guess, or what training looks like for me, which is always really interesting because I find it curious when high schoolers or younger athletes ask me what my training looks like Mm because I'm thinking, don't do it. (laughs) Right. Are you you asking? (laughs) I'm like, are you asking because you want to do it? Because I'm – you shouldn't. Like, you know. Yeah, especially if they're already training, like, with their high school team. Yeah. Specific. Whoa, we're yeah, we're in different boats. I'm older. Like I'm a senior in college at Colorado. You know, my training shouldn't apply to you. Right. But um, yeah, people ask that a lot. It's always just really running, pretty basic or advice I have for younger athletes. Did you notice when we were talking about this when we were in Colorado? Did you notice when you moved there that it was a little bit harder to breathe, like catch your breath at first? The altitude. Yeah. Yes, I. Everyone asks about this, too, actually. Um, I think Colorado's at 5,400 feet, and mm-hmm. East Coast, where I'm from, is zero. Maybe it's 100. Right. I don't know. It does make a difference. It makes a huge difference. And when I first got here, I was, A, first time at altitude ever, but B, I was injured throughout the whole summer, so mm-hmm. I didn't run, so I was out of shape. And oh, I got wow. here, and I remember I did a 20-minute run, and I counted. I stopped 11 times because I just couldn't breathe. And maybe it was the altitude, but maybe it was just my lack of fitness. <laughs> but it was, yeah, uh, it is tough, I think, when you first get here. But you do adjust. I mean, I've been here for a year and a half. I feel fine, except when I go up the stairs, I get a little winded. But otherwise, right. no, it's it's really, I don't even think about it. People always say, oh, the altitude's so difficult. And I'm like, it's really not. I don't even notice it unless we go up to, 10,000 maybe but no it's pretty normal it's just after the adjustment yeah you just need a good solid two months here and then you're fine okay that's good to know yeah I'll I'll take a note yeah okay (laughs) yeah next time you guys come back yeah (laughs) I know perfect Um, do you have any closing remarks anything you want to say before we wrap up the episode Gosh, no, I'm really good at asking questions or asking, answering questions, but I don't, I can never pose any or come up with anything good. I don't know what people want to know about me ever, so I'm just like, y'all ask, I'll answer, and that's all I've ever got. Well, what is your relationship status? um, Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Questionable. It's (laughs) a roller coaster. I get that, yeah. I'm invested in me right now. That's like a that. really good answer. Invested in me. I'm, I'm going to say that now when people yeah. ask me that. Okay, I have to know. I simply have to know. 
Would you want to date another runner man or a runner man? A runner runner man as opposed or to run as not far that. away from the runners. Like keep no. that like separation of church and state. Right. No, I <laughs> this is so funny to talk about on a podcast, but like I've never had a podcast with two girls asking me. Um <laughs> No, I my historically I have not talked to people or not talked to people. I've not been in relationships with people that aren't runners. And that's not because I'm like we have to be on the same boat, but because it's so much easier to talk to athletes and people who understand Mm -hmm. and not only runners, but like good runners. (laughs) If that, (laughs) I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound a certain way. No, it makes sense. Like you're, you're just more likely to meet people and connect with people who are on a similar, in a similar place to you. So. And understand that and, you know, respect that. And, but in the sense of that option or running away, (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think that maybe there's a happy medium. However, for me, I'm always like, okay, I come first always, which like maybe, I don't know. I think that's a fine thing to think. My training comes first, my running comes first. So that's why it usually just works with runners because they can respect that and understand that. However, if somebody didn't, or if they said, you know, don't train today, granted that wouldn't happen but you know that's a red flag for me <laughs> that mm-hmm. wouldn't work yeah, so typically sure. yeah that's how non-runners function so I'm like that's I fine but that's important for like anyone mm-hmm. our age to keep in mind is like you should yeah. never be like sacrificing yourself for like what makes you a better human mm-hmm. or someone else right like I would so much rather you know focus on running than have any other stressors in my life so <laughs> that's that but for sure. Well, this is yeah. a great place to wrap up, I think. So thank yeah. you so much for doing this. We had a great time. Thank you so much for <laughs> opening too. up, answering all the questions. Even yeah. Even though kind of went awry. Um, do you want to tell people, like, where they can find you on Instagram and stuff? Oh, like, drop my handle? Yeah. Ooh. Plug yeah. Plug them up. <laughs> Gosh. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, my Insta is just Rachel MacArthur. I think with an underscore at the end. That's about it. Cool. <laughs> We'll put it in the description, too. Yeah, I don't really use any others, but, um, yeah, that's me. All right, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. You know where to follow us on Instagram at omwthepodcast. And, yeah, have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.